Well, hello everyone. Hello once again. It is your one and only host, Two Clever Mafia, and we are back with the Two Clever Mafia podcast. Hello, Mafians. Hello, AJ over in the sound booth. And Good Thank morning. you for another lovely intro, and we are going to get right into it. As usual here at the Two Clever Mafia podcast, I like to share with you my personal days and what I do. And when I go around town, I tear things up, don't I? Yes, I do from time to time. And uh, it was that time of year again, folks. Uh, if you've listened to our podcast before, usually once a year, I've got to go get my peepers, uh, my spectacles, my uh, my my glasses, if you will, updated. And so that way I could see uh, all of the, the wonderful copy and material that the writers at the Two Clever Mafia podcast uh, put in front of me. So uh, when I get new glasses, usually for a few months, I have no excuse when I read something that I'm not supposed to read or, or read it wrong. But anyway, so I ventured out. First thing you got to do, right, is you go to the eye doctor. I get my, my new prescription, and uh, then um, usually I go to the crafters, and I get my glasses there. And I haven't had a good experience with the crafters in the past. And uh, if you've listened, you'll know, you've known that. And you can go back all the way to season, what, pre-season one, season zero as the uh, the producers call it. And you can listen to a good little story about the crafters if you like. The first time I went, or first time I talked about going, because I've been going to the crafters for quite some time. Anyway, so I, I, I go to the eye doctor, and the eye doctor tells me that, uh, along with my eyesight not being good, which I kind of already know, uh, it, they wanted to, I, I needed to protect my eyes from UV light, right? Now, last time around, I remember there was a big thing about blue light and people that are on the computer and whether the blue light was was real or fake. And I, I don't know. I, I, I probably got it. Who knows? But anyway, I got the, um, so the doctor tells me that there's just this, this UV light protection that I need. So I'm like, all right. So I go when I, I get my prescription, I go through the whole rigmarole and I go over to the, the, the cheeky eyed salesman who uh, uh, is, is more than willing to send me, uh, uh, send me up the creek and uh, uh, charge me an arm and a leg and then some for a new pair of glasses. But I'm, I'm a little bit wise to them at this point. So I, don't, I watch out for the premium services that really don't do anything and all of that. But so I asked the, 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 the doctor, they were a little short staffed, so the, the actual eye doctor was, was who I was working with. And I said, you know, what, what is this UV light thing? What, 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 what can I do other than wearing sunglasses? Because I, I don't like to wear sunglasses inside and switching back and forth is a, kind of a bane from time to time. If you are glasses wearer, you, you know what I'm talking about. And what is it about? So he says, clever. He said, you can get yourself these lenses that will change color. They have UV protection built in, but they'll change color when the sun hits them. And then all of the UV light. So... But well, okay, well, that sounds kind of good. It's, it, I don't have to, I just wear one pair of glasses. I don't need sunglasses. And, you know, sounds great. Sounds great. Sign me up. Sign me up, I say. So, I, I, one, my one uh, thing that I can't stand is I don't like glasses that have the, the, the removable nose pieces. So I tell them, listen, don't get what pair of glasses you give me. Give me something comfortable, but don't get me one with, with the little rubber tips on them because I always fall off and they always hurt my nose anyway. And give me something better. So I looked through a few pads and they had their, their, 
super uh, sanitary thing where if, if I tried out a pair of glasses, I couldn't put it back on the shelf. So I had to put it in a box. So I had a big pile of box of glasses that I tried on. And well, you know, that's what they wanted to do. So they wanted my business. That's what they got to deal with. Right. So I, uh, I, I, I go over, I, I finally pick out a pair and they sit down and they, they sit down and, and the, the, it's me, uh, the, the doctor, I, I think there was another person in, in, in the, in the showroom and another salesperson. And then maybe another, it was probably another customer. I'm pretty sure on the other side and they pull up my account and the doctor hands me off to this, this cashier, I guess, or doctor in training. I don't know what they are there. All salesperson in my book. So they hand me off and the, the girl look, asked me for my information, my insurance. I, I give it to her and she screams out across the way. She says, she's like, wow, I can't believe the discount you're going to get. This is amazing. And like, didn't think it was right. Or maybe they were pretending, but I'll, I'll let you know. I'll, I'll tell you what happened. So she screams out, wow, I can't believe this. I almost thought she was on an episode of our show with one of my wows. And the doctor uh, she asks a couple of questions, you know, well, what kind of plan does he have this and that? Meanwhile, they're, they're sharing my information with the whole store at this point. And I'm like, you know, Hey, you, you might want to keep this down just a little bit. I really don't need the whole world to know two clever mafia is here getting new pair of glasses, but either way. So she, he tells us something and says, yeah, that plan is a really good plan. And, she goes on and on with me now. She turns back to me and she says, I can't believe that this plan is great. We don't, as employees of the crafters, we don't even get any of these discounts. And I'm like, okay, you know, you got me. What are you trying to sell? And she goes through all the, she said, your glasses were going to cost like $1,200. And I, I they're, they're expensive, I know, because they have um, the reading and then the far. And the, uh, I'm pretty much blind, folks. I'm pretty much blind. So anyway, and then they had this new transition thing to block the UV light goes through the whole thing. It was like 30 bucks. And I said, okay, well, God, here's my, my card, take my $30. And, and, and they made a big deal about it. But now I, I, they, I wasn't really in the mood to uh, deflect any of their upsells. So she offered me a few things and, you know, do you want the scratch protection and all of I just, just put it on there. I, I'm not in the mood. I was in a rush. Uh, just needed new peepers and that was it. So, Without asking much, I, I, I left because they, they had to make them. And they, that whole made in an hour thing, that went out the window a long time ago with the Domino's delivery of pizza in under a half an hour or it's free. Well, lens, the, 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 the lenses themselves, because they have, um, I guess they, they were specially made with the, uh, with the, the progressives, they call them. And they had this, this ultraviolet thing in it. It, was, it took a while. So about it took me about two and a half almost three weeks to get them they call me up they tell me they're in i go in i, I you know I, I almost forgot i ordered them at this point uh and i walk in i take them and he asked me if you want to set them up or I, they're glasses i can handle it so i take the glasses i get in the car and I, I start driving down the road i put them on because all the glasses were 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 falling apart you know they were held on by duct tape and and, and gum and I, I think i had a candy corn as one of the newest pieces so it was really they, they were done. So I put the new ones on right away and I'm driving down the road and, and this was a bright sunny afternoon. I had picked them up, uh, you know, late afternoon uh, or I'm sorry, late morning. And it was, it was around noon time. 
and I'm driving down the road and, and then the, the sun is very bright. Now I was expecting them to do something or not. And I'm looking and I'm like, you know, these are, maybe there was a piece I missed or something in the box. So I pull over and I look in the box. There's nothing there. Now I'm getting frustrated. So I roll down the window and because it was getting warm in the car, I roll down the window, I look out the window and it's bright and it's a sunny day. And then I'm looking and I, I get a glance at me in the, in the, uh, the rear view mirror and my, my sunglasses now are changing color and they're, 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 they're almost black. Now I don't, it didn't look like looking to me when I was looking through them, they didn't look that, uh, like that. But when it was, um, uh, you know, when I saw my reflection in the mirror, it looked like I had these cool sunglasses on. So, and I'll get to the cool factor in a minute. So I'm driving home. The, the, the sun gets bearable now because the wind is open and I roll up the window and I'm driving home because now I'm getting cooler and, and I guess it goes away. So now the, it's, the sun's getting brighter as I'm driving. So I get home and I, I'm coming complaining. My grandkids are over and I'm, I'm saying, you know, my glasses are, 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 are changing color, but then they don't change color when the sun is bright, but then they didn't change color when I I said, do they only work when I'm driving, when I'm not driving? Is it like a cell phone? You're not supposed to use it when it's driving. I don't know. So my, one of my grandkids says, no, no, you, 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 they only work when the sun hits them. And if you're in the car and, and my, my little one, he, he wears, uh, glasses and, he, uh, he said it only hits if the sun has to hit them directly. So if you're in the car with the windows up and then the, the, the glass of the windows stops the, the, your glasses from changing color because they already have UV and it's the UV light, um, which changes it, changes them to, to sun, sunglasses or whatnot. Uh, it was, a, it, this was a whole, this was a, this was my whole day for the most part. And it was a very, uh, you know, as you can understand, uh, I'm not, uh, I call myself, um, I'm not really high tech, I'm more low tech. And you guys are going to understand this is something that um, uh, a a AJ may be able to relate to. I know AJ wears glasses as well. Uh, I wasn't really ready for, you know, because my little, my little bifocals uh, didn't, you know, I, I, I just want to go back to my old ones. So I'm going to have to work something out. I don't know if I can return them. I don't know how that works. But, uh, yeah, so that was my, that was, a, you know, how the day went, you know, the day from the time I picked them up to, you know, to the time I ordered them to the time I picked them up. And I got to tell you, it's nothing but a problem at the crafters. Every time I go there, it's just something. And, uh, maybe it was me, but quite possibly it was, maybe I should have paid more attention and been able to, um, uh, listen to some direction, but I just want to get out of there before they try to sell me this kitchen sink, you know, and, uh, that's me, but we're going to, uh, that was my, uh, my, my little rant for the day, if you want to call it that, but we're going to get into, um, our next segment. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the COVID we're going to, we're going to, you know, things that are going on with the COVID are kind of like, I don't know. I, I, I feel, uh, you know, are, are some of the, 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 the measures that are being put in place a little bit too restrictive in the sense where it's not going to fix the problem. It's going to make some of these problems worse, but uh -huh. I don't know. We're going to find out, uh, check us out on all our social media handles at two clever mafia. 
Uh, check us out on our website as well, www.twoclevermafia.com. And don't forget, wherever you're listening to us, like and subscribe. We really do appreciate it. And if you're a returning listener, let us know, um, you know, what, what do you like about what we do? What don't you like about what we do? We love to hear some feedback and we, we, uh, you know, we're on Twitter, we're on, uh, uh Facebook, we're on, uh, what is it? Instagram. Uh, or you can just drop us an email at two clever mafia at gmail.com. And we love to hear from you. We really would on uh, YouTube as well. You can, you can write in the comments. Uh, we get in a lot of, a lot of comments on our YouTube video post, although, like we said, our YouTube video, uh, not really getting the views over there on YouTube, but that's not what it's for. It's just to be able to archive some of our older shows and if you want to watch them there, but be my guest. Uh, so we're going to take a short break and, uh, we are going to be back and we're going to chat a little bit more about the COVID and, uh, hopefully we'll get your thoughts about it right after this. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome, AJ. Welcome, Mafians and new listeners. I am your host, Too Clever Mafia, and once again, you have tuned in to the Too Clever Mafia podcast, and we are going to introduce a new series today called the Creator Series, and it's going to be those inventions that you never really thought about. You just kind of use them every day. You kind of went uh, about your your business and never thought about where did they come from or who invented them? And in some people's idea, they, they were really always there or never really one person that invented them. So, uh, pretty interesting stuff. They're going to be quick little segments so you can listen to them on the, the ride to or from work or just listen to them sitting around the house. Right. AJ. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that it's a, it's going to be kind of a little bit of a thought provoking uh, series and uh, this comes as a, a, a very uh, strong recommendation from one of the listeners to our show who was a teacher and they really enjoyed how our show presents certain uh, historical uh, elements of the show and we're, we're going to do this so if you're a student listening and your teacher is presenting this to you welcome welcome uh, to the two clever mafia show I am clever mafia and Sometimes they say I'm too clever, right? No, no, yeah. Enough with the sound effects, AJ. This is supposed to be an educational episode. Anyway, so we're going to start off today's show with something that we all use pretty much every day in some way, shape, or form. And it's something that, quite frankly, in modern day, I don't believe we put much thought into. And that is the invention of the wheel the wheel and there's a lot of i mean because of obviously how far back it goes there's a lot of conflicting historical elements as far as who and the exact when this was created or invented if you want to say it but i'm going to go through a couple of different scenarios and there, there are some similarities so the dates might be a little bit different if you look it up on the internet you can find uh, different variations of it, but I'm going to give you the two clever mafia take on what I think based upon my research to be, to be the case. And, um, so the invention of the wheel, uh, somewhere between the, the copper age and between 500 and 3300 BC, uh, there was an invention of, of a potter's wheel. And you know what that is, AJ, those little wheels that would spin around and they'd make, uh, pottery. And ultimately 
they were just a, a piece of rock in some cases or wood uh, that had a hole in it, a little stick, and which would be the axle. And the, that is a, a big, um, it seems to be almost a consensus that the earliest wheeled uh, vehicles uh, kind of derived from that type of idea. And the you, when you move forward a little bit between 2200 and 1550 BC, which is the, the Middle Bronze Age, if you want to call it, the invention of actually a spoked wheel and what you may have seen as the, the, the horse and the chariot, th that came about. Now, early wheels were simply wooden discs with holes uh, for the axle, like we had spoke about. And some of the earliest wheels were made from actually horizontal slices of tree trunks. And you can imagine that trees aren't necessarily completely uh, round. So those are some bumpy rides if they they put them on carts or they made, uh, you know, uh, machinery or different pieces. But in Britain, if you want to look historically, in Britain, a large wooden wheel was uh, recently found, if you want to say recently, in, in 2016. And the wheel measured about... Uh, one meter round, which is uh, about, uh, I guess, three point something feet in diameter. And it was uncovered at a place called the Must Farm in, uh, in 2016. And they're dating that as from 1100 to 800 BC. So pretty interesting stuff. Uh, so that's a, really an older, well, I guess not really older because you're counting backwards, right? I always get messed up with the BC stuff, but um, in ancient, if you it, there's also in ancient uh, Mesopotamia, which I had to slow down to say that word. Uh, people widely believed to have invented the wheel around between 4,200 and 4,000 BC, which is actually a lot earlier than all of this other stuff, and um, it was believed to have been invented independently in China around 28. BC. Now, some say that the the you know certain towns and villages used it, and then it was a tool, and uh, then then they kind of uh, bettered it and transported it around because it just hey, it was uh, you know it, it it's it's a wheel, folks. I mean, who who didn't you know you, you see a wheel for the first time, you're like that that is amazing. Can you imagine? Right? It's like seeing the internet for the first time. You could send emails. That's that's crazy. Or text messaging from your phone. Uh, anyway, so, but to to kind of summarize all of this uh, from a legal perspective, <laughs> if you want to say so, James Macom was um, it's spelled M A C O M B, uh, according to the U.S. Patent Office and Trademark Office. Uh, the first patent involving the wheel was issued to James. Uh, in Princeton, New Jersey, uh, my home state. And uh, that was way back in August 26, 1791. And that was just one year after U.S. patent laws were passed. And McCombs' invention was actually for designing uh, a, a horizontal hollow water wheel uh, to create hydropower for mills. So it was more of a, uh, you know, you see the big water wheels that that are powered basically by the streams or, or rivers well, that's what he created with the wheel, and that's the first patent. So, to say, um, so that kind of that kind of puts the nail in the coffin and sums it up for me. I'm gonna just go with James invented it in the uh, in 1791. That that's what I'm gonna do. James McComb, McComb, Macomb, M A C 
OMB. We're going to go with him. Um, you know, even though uh, it's what, three, 4,000 years later? Yeah, we got to go with the legal aspect of it. Speaking of legal aspect, head over to www.twoclevermafia.com. Hopefully you learned a thing or two. Hopefully your drive is almost over or is over. Or, uh, I don't know, whatever you were doing before you started listening to this, you can go back to doing it. And um, check us out. Join all our social medias uh, at Two Clever Mafia. And we, we love to chat about it. And uh, that's all I have to say about that. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Two Clever Mafia, and you are once again listening to the Two Clever Mafia podcast. Hello, AJ, over in the sound booth. Thank you again for your assistance with another lovely intro. Sure. And we're going to get right into it. It's been, what, seven or eight months since things were first shut down in most places and in life. It, it just isn't what it used to be. I mean, nobody can say it's the same. Uh, and, you know, no packed restaurants on a Friday night. Black Friday mobs, just, just there aren't any. Unless you're online and your computer breaks and you can't get online. And you just know there's a mob of people trying to get online, I guess. Um, and, you know, things as most people used to remember them, I guess you can say. Uh, you know, you do you do as least as possible now. At least we were trying to for a while as a society here in the United States. Trying to avoid exposing yourself to, to COVID-19 so you didn't get sick or you know, people around you sick. Now... It, it wasn't all bad for a lot of people, especially at the beginning. I mean, some people were lucky enough, uh, if you want to call it that, were to start working from home full time. Uh, some kids, they, they weren't going to school or they are going to school now full time, virtually learning, uh, which has become the norm after you know they finished off most of last year and then they started a new uh, season, if you will, this year or grade level or whatnot. And... But, I, but, but, but I'm hearing mixed results. I'm hearing that, uh, you know, some kids uh, and some of their parents want the kids to go back to school for a slew of reasons. And, you know, like parents, you know, they need some of them need a full-time babysitter so they can do their job. They haven't been able to do their job uh, to pay the bills since this whole thing started. And unfortunately, some people have just lost their jobs. And things, you know, you, you got to... They want things to get back to normal and kids kids want to participate the ones that want to participate in sporting events and, and other social gatherings and clubs and 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 do their sort of uh uh you know things that kids do go to prom go to their their fall dances and, and homecomings and and all those things they have basketball games and football games and hockey in some areas and, and lacrosse and field hockey and and all of those those things uh you know people they want them back. They want them back. And, you know, at first, you know, it, it, it was okay. But, you know, kids, I think some of the kids were like, hey, you know, we're not going to have to. I mean, this kind of happened towards the spring. This started. But then they started realizing, hey, September or October start rolling around. I'm not going to have to stand at the bus stop in the rain and the snow and the cold, right? And, you know, it, it, it was trade-offs. It was, you know, something's good, something's bad. And... But I think that now has worn off on a lot of people. I think a lot of people are, you know, realizing that this isn't the way uh, human beings were meant to be. I mean, we're a social people. 
mean, we want things to get back to the way it used to be. And collectively, everybody's getting stir crazy. And you see that. And we, you know, and as more time seems to pass, it seems that there's there's more of a serious concern here. People aren't paying attention uh, more, you know, to the social distancing like they used to. They're not paying attention to the proper mask wearing. I see them people not wearing masks at all and, and no one's saying anything or not, you know, just having it on their chin. What do they call them? Chin diapers seems to be the thing. And, you know, the social distancing just isn't there and they're not paying attention to, you know, washing their hands maybe as often as they used to. I remember, you know, myself included, um, you know, I generally wash my hands quite often anyway, but I, I was washing them after everything and before everything. So, and now it's just, you know, I was still doing it as I usually would do, but um, there's a, you know, where you were at that 100% heightened awareness of, of doing what all those things. Now I think some people are down probably to that 70, 75 mark, right? I mean, I don't know what you would say, AJ, and all of that, but I, I that's where I feel sometimes. And you got to kind of put yourself in check and get back in line because it, it, you know, the weather's getting cooler in a lot of places. People went from eating outside in tents and, and under canopies, which was fine because it was a little bit safer. And as soon as people started going inside, when the weather started getting cold, more people started getting sick. Now, there is that question, are more people testing now? So more people are showing up that were sick, which could mean people were sick all along and they just haven't been testing and they, they you know, kind of brushed it off as a cold. Or are more people getting sick and then which poses that additional danger to some people that are in those high-risk groups. And um, I've read an article saying that children are starting to, to uh, be testing positive. And again, would they have tested positive uh, six months ago? Uh, maybe, maybe not. We don't know, but because the testing now is a lot better and a lot faster. And people can get one or two tests now. If you know, get one test, you want a backup test to make sure you get the second one to make sure. And, you know... Is that what's giving us our positive numbers? I, I, I don't know. And you don't know who to believe. You really you really don't. You really don't know who to believe. But as the weather has gotten colder, um, it appears to be some of these restaurants are overcrowded and they're just not following the social distance requirements or just common sense requirements. I mean, everybody's inside. You've got the heat on. If there's this airborne uh, virus uh, going around, why would you, you know... I wouldn't want to be in the same building with someone else I didn't know and didn't know they were safe. I mean, why? I don't I don't get it, folks. I don't get it. And as I drove around last weekend, I was driving around looking for a cup of coffee. You know, I, I go to the drive-thru and you know, wear my mask and do all the things. And I just want a hot cup of coffee. That's my treat. That's my, my big doings for the weekend, right? And there's this little waterfront area. And it, it has a fishing pier and a few docks and some uh, commercial fishing boats kind of can pull up there. And we call them a party boats. They, you know, they go out, take people for fishing for a full day or a half day. And, they, you know, and back in the old days, this area, um, there was a grassy field in, in front of the docks. And there's like a gazebo there. And people just do outdoor things like outdoor yoga. They'd be doing dancing or whatever it was. Sometimes they had evenings in the summer. They would have a, a, a movie in the park type of thing and now and in front of the waterfront there's this what i call a boardwalk but it's more of a concrete boardwalk and it, it 
there's they did it up really nice after Superstorm uh, Sandy hit us on the East Coast. It did. It, it's got like a cast iron kind of uh, uh, fence, I guess, up against the water. You know, raised up. There's no beach area. Just kind of a, a, a dock, I guess, if you could say. But a, a boardwalk, and people are walking along this boardwalk. And you see them walking in both directions now. They're stopping to talk to strangers. Most people without masks on where early on when this thing started, I would go to the park in the springtime and people were walking around the park with, with masks on and they were nowhere near anyone else. Like, you know, so it's, uh, it's, you know, people are social and they want to get out of their homes and they want to stretch their legs. Everybody understands that and everybody wants things to get back to normal. And, you know, but a few can't practice that common sense and, and say listen this still isn't the right thing to do and things you know it, if we everybody stayed away from everybody for let's say three weeks this would all be over it would you know somebody would get it it would you know and re- if you think about it right if, if they're saying it's, it's two weeks and this and that and if everybody stayed away from everybody for three weeks three weeks that's it you know we did what we have to do we maybe order food out or whatever i mean it it, it sounds very uh, uh, it, it doesn't sound American, I guess you can say, just having to stay home and everybody being forced to stay home. But, you know, it just is going to keep going round and round and round. And there's over 300 million people in this country, along with other people that might be coming and going. I don't know if those restrictions are still on in every country and, and whatnot. But it, it, when is this going to end? If people don't pay attention and they don't, you know, it, people... I get it. I, I get it. You want to get out there and, you know, you want to, but you're going to have an endless, uh, you know, there's going to be endless lockdowns and endless mask wearings and, and endless bathroom tissue shortages. And, and this will just keep going around and around and around. And, you know, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist, although I might play one on TV sometimes, but you, you can definitely see like they talk about the flu virus and there's so many different flu virus uh different strands uh, strands of it and whatnot. what if this covid if it hasn't already morphs into something else and we don't just kill it and then then you have this every time all you know every it's just always kind of morphing into something else and it's a virus that just keeps coming back differently and hurts other people and where maybe it didn't affect you the first time it affects you the you know bad the second time or third and it's got to end you know and now with weather uh, the weather getting cooler and cooler and people are going more indoors for everything uh, you just people need to understand how bad the virus is now if you don't believe how bad the virus is or um, which has a lot to do with the media unfortunately the media media has done very poor reporting and 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 some might say some of our politicians also have you know they they spent a lot of time not worrying about the people and only worrying about maybe how they looked on television. If they didn't do that, and they didn't really worry about their their mat their mask matching their 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 pants suit or their outfit. You know, maybe you know they they telling people, hey, be safe, stay indoors. You know, don't you know that was their primary focus, and that's where their efforts went to. Maybe this wouldn't be as as bad as it it is. Who knows? You know. I, I don't know. Maybe it would be. Maybe it's not something, you know, we want to control it, but maybe it's not something we can control. So, uh, you know, 
I, I just say it, it, it's something that if if people um, don't get on board with this, we are just going to keep going around in a circle again and again and again. And if you don't know about this virus, I encourage there's, there's multiple doctors online um, that you know are credible doctors, and they have YouTube channels you can watch them, and they tell you they'll tell you. I'll tell you who's affected by the virus. Learn how the virus... I, I sat down, I watched a few videos, and you actually learned how, what the virus did and how it worked and, and what... There, there's some science behind it now that says, you know, what what people are more susceptible to the virus and what people are going to get sick and what people might be better off, you know, be able to, to fight it off better. Um, but I encourage everyone to, to look into that and, and learn about it. And do your part. You know, you know, wash your hands. Use hand sanitizer. Don't touch surfaces, people, if you're in public. Why? Why would you do that? You know, watch when you touch a handrail. Watch when you, you, know, you pick up. I see it all day long. I, I go to the food store, and I try not to go as often as possible. And I see people picking up everything, looking at it and putting it down. Picking up everything. Look, look with your eyes, people. You don't have to fondle every box of of macaroni and cheese look at it just look at it say okay i want it i don't if you want it put it in your cart if you don't put it back and then after you touch it use some hand sanitizer you know there's enough of it out there every store i've seen gallons upon gallons of it there do something like that think about it and uh protect yourself this is two clever mafia that was my final words you are listening to the two clever mafia podcast and that is all i have to say about that. Bye-bye for now. Take care.